The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super excited to be with you today. I'm your super waterman, your ambassador for all things H2O here at WTBR-FM. We're going to be making some history today. We got uh, the beginning of a three-part series to actually bring on the mayoral candidates of Pittsfield to share about what they're up to when it comes to water. Yeah, super excited. Uh, We are actually going to be bringing in some super exciting guests over the next several weeks. Uh, First one is John Kroll. He's running for mayor of the city of Pittsfield. Uh, We got some planned with uh, Pete Marchetti. Marchetti. And uh, also Craig Gaetani, who is supposedly also running for mayor. And over the next month or so, we're going to get some feedback on what people actually feel uh, in the area of water, uh, especially uh, platform for H2O starting in the city of Pittsfield and other cities hopefully will uh, take it on as well. You know, just actually... uh, have water be the first thing that you think of rather than being the very last thing that you think of. And then you have all sorts of issues. And super excited. He'll be in the, uh, he'll be in the studio in about 30 minutes or so. So uh, stay tuned for that. We've got some tunes coming your way. What do we got? We got a little prince with uh, purple rain. And let's have our water quality be better than having purple rain come from the skies although it is spiritual
bottle, you put water into a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Be water, my friend. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water. We're here at And So It Flows at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Super psyched to be here. We're bringing you the water consciousness straight from the Brookshires, straight from Massachusetts, Western Mass, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the state where the revolution began in 1770, I think it was even five, uh, and before, with all the uh, tea parties and, you know, Christmas attucks and all sorts of really cool stuff, and it's really exciting to be here, and uh, we're going to have pretty soon... Yeah, we're going to have pretty soon a guest in, John Kroll, running for mayor. Uh, He'll be in in a couple of minutes to actually share about... Share about water and the future of Pittsfield's water and his thoughts on water. And uh, we're going to have the other candidates come in in their due time when their slots are here, uh, including Pete Marchetti. As well as uh, Craig Gaetano, or Gaetani. And uh, we're going to have that. But uh, first, a little bit of water news. This is actually something that's super important in the world of forever chemicals that people are hearing a lot about. Forever chemicals include things like PFOAS, PFAS, and even PCBs. Uh, This is actually coming from the lever. 
which is an online uh, created by, uh, let's see, who's it? I forgot the gentleman's name, but he, he wrote the film Don't Look Up uh, with, uh, I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. Uh, Forever Chemicals, makers of Makers, the makers of them hid the dangers for decades. This uh, came out by uh, June 2023 by Rebecca Burns. A new study finds that PFAS manufacturers took a page from Big Tobacco to suppress research and delay regulation. Well, isn't that ironic? The manufacturers of Forever Chemicals used in products like nonstick pans and waterproof clothing knew about the dangers in their materials posed more than 40 years before the general public. Uh, According to previous secret industry documents, by following the same playbook as Big Tobacco, including suppression of their own research, the company successfully stymied regulation for decades while the cancer-causing chemicals became ubiquitous. Ubiquitous means everywhere in the water, soil, and air, and in our blood. Major manufacturers are already spending billions to settle lawsuits and millions fighting federal regulations, including landmark environmental rules proposed this past spring. The revealing industry documents analyzed in a new study from the researchers at the University of California, San Francisco, UCSF, could bolster efforts to hold the companies accountable for widespread contamination from chemicals that take hundreds of years to break down. The manufacturer 3M is reportedly preparing to pay $10 billion to settle claims that it polluted thousands of public water systems, but the cost of cleaning up the chemicals and drinking water nationwide will likely top $400 billion. Other makers include DuPont and even Monsanto. Now, that's really... Uh, is it good news? No. Is it bad news? Uh, probably, yeah. Is it news to take action on? Yeah. And having this water show come from Pittsfield, and so it flows, we find it kind of ironic, but also important. Uh, imagine a city like Flint having a water show. Water isn't just for Hawaii or Florida or... You know, parts of the Mediterranean, which are really beautiful. It's right here in Pittsfield where we're bringing this water consciousness right to the airwaves and around the world on podcast. So please share it with your friends. You could also find us on where? Google, Amazon Audible, Apple Music, as well as uh, you can find us on Stitcher and our playlist is actually on Spotify. So share it. And so it flows. I'm your super waterman, your ambassador for water. And given the irony of all of this coming from Pittsfield, here's our next little piece 
from Alanis Morissette, Isn't It Ironic, which happens to be a water song. So we'll be back with some uh, talk with John Kroll, mayor candidate for the city of Pittsfield, and he'll be on in just a few minutes, so stay tuned for that. I'm your super waterman, your ambassador for water. H2O is the game.
to and so it flows your only show for h2o super psyched to be here in the studios of wtbr 89.7 pittsfield community radio bringing you water on the airwaves which also happens to be water it's water vapor we all love that water Super psyched in the studio now and we'll be coming on for the full-on interview in just a couple of minutes uh, we have with us John Kroll, who happens to be sipping a little bit of water. John, that's say, right. Yay! Yes, thank you for the water. I, I, I felt it was very appropriate that you would bring me a couple of glasses of water here. So thank you for that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> water is free at WTBR Studios. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> free water. Free commun- water. Well, no, yeah, nothing's really free, but 
I the, get you. The franchise fee pays for it. That's uh, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it comes bottled. Uh, you know, what's really exciting is that we are going to have this conversation. You'll be back in a couple of minutes sure. to share about your water thing. But just, you know, for, uh, for me to share, it, you know, while historic things happen all the time, this is actually a historic beginning of having mayoral candidates from what some observers, in, including myself, uh, see this as a water-stressed city hmm. uh, in the, you know, from the past. Uh, to come on and and start to share about their vision for water and what they see and and uh, just thanks for taking the time to come into the studio today, John. Yes, it is an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to it. That's yeah, it. thanks. And uh, next we have up a little bit of James Taylor, who's a water activist himself. This is Steam Roller Blues, and obviously steam is just really super hot water. Well, I'm a steamroller, babe I'm bound to roll all over you Yes, I'm a steamroller now, babe I'm bound to roll all over you I'm gonna inject your soul with some sweet rock and roll And shoot you full of rhythm and blues Well, I'm a cement mixer A churning urn of burning funk Yes, I'm a cement mixer for you, babe A churning urn of burning funk Well, I'm a demolition derby, yeah A hefty hunk of steam engine Whoa, 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 whoa Just guaranteed to blow your mind Yeah, I'm a napalm bomb for you, baby Whoa, guaranteed Just don't guarantee to blow your mind, yeah And left behind It seems how lately, babe Got a bad case of steamroller blues
Yeah, thank you, James. Uh, bad case of steamroller blues he seems to have, and uh, it's all getting better, though. It's a good case now. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We're here at the studios of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and I'm really glad to announce uh, one of the mayoral candidates uh, who's sitting down right now with us, John Kroll. Yes, Leslie, it's great to be here, back in the WTBR studio where you record, and I know this is uh, being listened to worldwide, so uh, it is a great honor. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And it came across my mind is like, what would actually make a difference in the world other than speaking to the issues of H2O from those in uh, either running for or in the world of politics? Because politics are where some decisions of the state and the city and other forms of government happen absolutely and it's important to actually have those conversations so share share with me what's it like running (laughs) i gotta tell you uh i just uh ran in here quickly after knocking on doors and i happened to be on this street called west Housatonic street in pittsfield massachusetts and i think when we grow up here or we're here we often just take that name for granted and see it and don't realize that of course well West Housatonic Street really is interconnected uh, to the west branch of the of the Housatonic River, and it uh, as we build a city and we build an infrastructure, uh, the river and all its bodies of water are completely interrelated uh, with that. And as a uh, former city councilor who represented a certain portion of the ward, I can tell you that when you receive calls from residents and you receive calls from people who have uh, issues in the city, I would say that at least 20%, if not more, of those issues are typically related to water, uh, the, the way water flows, the way uh, the quality of water, um, your cost uh, to maintain water. Uh, the water and sewer rates right now are very, very high uh, in Pittsfield because of improvements that were required uh, because of EPA regulations, um, which are, are coming down. And we can have a whole conversation about how regulations, which are good, uh, need to be backed up with funding uh, because uh, right now municipalities are bearing the great cost of many of these uh, changes to the EPA guidelines of, of making sure that our water is clean and it is safe. Um, so that's a really interesting uh, part of the conversation that we're having, having during the uh, mayoral race. But um, historically, uh, there's one thing that I think is, is really powerful in Pittsfield right now is that we are beginning to better understand and improve our way of utilizing water from a recreational standpoint, in particular for our uh, disadvantaged neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So back in 2005, I worked for a mayor, Jim Roberto, and I had a big map on the wall of the city of Pittsfield, and specifically in the west side neighborhood, we were identifying areas where we could have a launch, uh, a canoe launch, a boat launch um, in the west side neighborhood, because imagine um, you know, one of our more socioeconomically challenged neighborhoods to suddenly have this opportunity for recreation uh, using and utilizing 
the great resource that is the Housatonic River. Uh, so it was a matter of planning. And when you look at the map, you're looking at these different uh, homes that may in some cases be distressed and may be condemned and may be going through tax lien process. So it was a strategic process to identify those and to start to clear a path. Um, and it takes a long time <laughs> when, when you're doing projects like this, it doesn't happen in one or two years, it happens in decades. Uh, and so this one is, is what did occur. And so right on Dewey Avenue, uh, in the West Side neighborhood, you do have a West Side Riverway Park, um, which really its heart and soul is a boat launch. Um, and uh, my kids uh, were there with me uh, a few weeks ago at the West Side uh, Block Party riding in a kayak <laughs> with uh with uh with their life vests on and and uh, lots of uh safety uh personnel on hand uh, guiding them through and training them and that is an amazing opportunity uh for Pittsfield Massachusetts and I think the more that we think of the water as recreation I think it's it's better for our economy um and just better for quality of life yeah you know one of the one of the things that uh I've been noticing, I haven't lived in Massachusetts for long. Mm. I used to be on the other side of the hill in Hillsdale. I got to know Berkshire County, but I never saw it as, like I saw it more as a place that I visited rather than a place that I became very familiar with. Mm. And while I became familiar with many different places in Pittsfield and Great Barrington and other towns like Stockbridge and other towns, Williamstown, for for instance, one of the things that I constantly noticed <coughs> just by being interested was um, about the looking at the revitalization efforts. And that's been something that's been in the news quite a bit recently. Mm. And what do you think about <coughs> the focus on the Vita part? Mm. Well, like... What I'm thinking is, uh, what do you think about uh, making Pittsfield a city where people come and it speaks to more nature, more access to water? There's a lot of information on what are called blue spaces. Absolutely. Just like we're sharing about uh, yeah. the park on Dewey Avenue, or Riverway mm. Park. Uh, can those there's also a, another park another part uh, on the Housatonic as well the I think it's Fred Garner Park absolutely absolutely having a connection between both yeah so access to instead of a three or four block area yeah have it be a couple miles yeah and I think that uh, relates to a variety of things the the most used uh, recreational area in Pittsfield today is the section that runs from uh, the Lanesboro border uh, to Crane Avenue of the Ashawiltecook Rail Trail. So there is a demand and there is a desire for that type of recreation. And, and just make no mistake about it, we have some really great parks. I think there's a huge potential uh, to improve many of our parks in a lot of ways to uh, better uh, market them to to better utilize them, um, but with that said, the trail concept is very very popular. So um, as you mentioned, the the Charles River Walk, 
uh, in uh, eastern Massachusetts. It runs through Watertown and Newton and, and uh, different communities uh, around Boston. And I had a chance to really get to know that trail very well. I worked out in uh, Newton for a couple of years and did a lot of walking, a lot of walking during that time. And I feel as though when you go to other communities that are doing things like this, that's some of the best ideas uh, that we can utilize. Here we are in the heart of the Berkshires with the Housatonic River, uh, our two wonderful lakes. Yes, I think uh, there is, uh, as we uh, look to expand the, the uh, Ashwaltecook Rail Trail, um, you know, and look at the Greenway. And I know Jim McGrath from uh, the city of Pittsfield has been uh, in the planning stages of, of many uh, of these items. And he may be long retired when we finally see the fruition of some of the work that he uh, has done. But there is a concept for a Greenway uh, pathway uh, through Pittsfield, and I think you'll see a lot of support for that. Um, of course, there are a lot of complexities as you go from one uh, section to another yep. and different properties, private property, public property, uh, commercial property, residential property. There's a lot there, but I think when you have a vision, it's worth seeing the vision and being able to do it one piece at a time. So I'm a, a huge advocate for that because, A, it's a it's a, a benefit for our residents today as a quality of life element. And what's greater than nature? I mean, what's greater than going to Canoe, yeah, can, canoe Meadows in, in Pittsfield or going to the State Forest or going to Springside Park and, you know, and taking your shoes off and, and being able to enjoy uh, nature? And, you know, there's a ton of research out there that, tells us that it is beneficial for your health and for your well-being to truly connect with nature, especially when you add the water element to it. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Blue Spaces conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things that Blue Spaces speaks to is uh, that's areas by the water. The studies show that if you have access to water from an early enough age, mm. your mental health throughout your life is going to be way better so it's actually a mental health cure above and beyond you know simply pharmaceuticals absolutely or mm. you know while it will you know both have their attributes and their goodness having access to a natural way of clearing up your mind amazing yeah and i believe in in grounding i mean i think you should go even in your front yard and and take your shoes off and <laughs> and ground and there's research that backs that up uh because you talk about western medicine you know we're being uh, pharmaceuticals are always being pushed because they're profitable uh the corporations and uh all of this we know this this is nothing <laughs> nothing controversial that we're that we're saying you know so i feel like yes uh the more access to nature uh, you know, grounding these kinds of things is a healthier way of living. Um, it doesn't replace Western medicine by any stretch. Everything has to be a combination of things. But at the same time, um, I think there is a recognition that there is value to this and it's backed by hard research. Yeah. So that's, that's great. And just thanks for sharing your yeah. perspective on that. How about you're going door to door now? <laughs> you're doing all the oh, good, yeah. good things, that, you know, connecting with people. When they raise water issues, what are they saying? Yeah, you know, I think primarily when you knock on a door, uh, generally speaking, most residents are really focused on what impacts them 
directly. So um, where many of us may look from a planning perspective at some of these, these bigger opportunities, I think generally people just want to see how their lives can improve. And that's okay. I mean, we're all, we all have busy lives. And uh, so when it comes to water issues, I mean, Many of them are uh, along the lines of, oh, my gosh, there's a beaver dam that has continued to be unaddressed and this uh, field is flooding, <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, the city has to do something about it. go get the permits to, you know, do that to keep that water flow going. Um, you know, and, and other water issues are, are ones that uh, often are of concern. You know, let's make sure there's a, a lip on the edge of that driveway so that the water continues to run down the street instead of in my driveway. <laughs> you know, exactly. that, that sort of thing. Uh, because water is beautiful, but water can be very damaging um, at the same time. And so that's what you'll see, uh, generally speaking. Um, you know, unless there are individuals who, and, and I have uh, a constituent that I just talked to the other day, who is a big advocate for rowing, um, and Anota Lake is a hub uh, for rowing. Um, Williams College has their boathouse there. Um, there are other rowing groups that have their boathouses there, and, and they utilize that. Um, and there's an idea to really expand that because there's no rowing in uh, high school uh, right now, and it is a huge opportunity for kids uh, to get scholarships in college based on the fact that uh, there aren't many of those programs out there balanced with a very high demand among colleges who need rowers. So there's there's an opportunity there um, if you were to create a rowing program at Taconic High School and or at Pittsfield High School. Uh, so those are kind of some of the conversations that we have, and uh, and you know, and people love our lakes, and we, you know, and and we value them because it is a huge draw, uh, and I think there are different ways we can think about that as well because we have a lot of tourists who do come to Anoda and Pontusic Lake, um, in order to better maintain. I think there is some uh, thought that that should be put into. Um, how do we generate some revenue from that? Uh, because right now the city of Pittsfield does not really generate revenue the way that other communities do who have lakes that people... Yeah, uh, kayak launches, Kayak launches, launches, boat launches. If you're going to, you know, biking, you know if you are going to utilize our city uh, facilities uh, to, to launch your boat and, um, and we want to make sure that that boat is clean and there's no, you know, um, invasive species and things like that, that, that's work and that's time and that's energy. Um, it, it is a good conversation to say, okay, how do we set up a system where that person is paying five bucks, you know, uh, before going into the water, that sort of thing. We don't how do. About, how about even, how, you know, because I know when I go, I'm going to be visiting my sister in Newton. If I look up on my phone, where can I rent a kayak? Yeah. Yeah. Right on the river, run by the mm. city. There you go. There you go. It's it's money and they might have a little coffee shop next to it or a little yeah. you know, place to sell some food. All that. Um, one question I had for you, and this this is going back into the past. Yeah, sure. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was the Rest of River Agreement mm. that was built, uh, that was created. Uh, and Lee, the folks in Lee are fighting back yes. uh, from, on a democratic way. They're voting people in and voting people out and yes. cleaning slate and trying to trying to have their voice heard for a, a dump that mm -hmm. may be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I have friends who are part of that movement. What do you think about revisiting or even looking at what do we do? How do we stand by together as groups of communities that are all impacted? 
I think that is a really great point because uh, together uh, we are much stronger. Generally speaking, Pittsfield has had more leverage individually, so there has been not always agreement among Pittsfield versus the other communities because there's two different kind of perspectives. Pittsfield already has a little bit more leverage, and the other communities uh, don't necessarily have that that amount. Um, however, I look at that, and it was a clear it was a clear deal that um, that uh, the EPA and GA put forward was like pretty much, hey, we'll do a dump and we'll pay you off for it. Um, and uh, and I don't uh, and I and I and I certainly have uh, uh, empathy for the people in Lee and I think Lennoxdale as well saying, wait a minute, you know, uh, we're not going to be bought uh, to, and then put a dump. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 listen, this so, is, the, the, the dynamic here is you have an agency that arguably is captured by the corporations. I mean, hey, there's a lot of uh, federal wow. agencies that are very much, um, you know, in question. Uh, you know, EPA is probably a little bit more independent, but it, let's face it. GE has the deep pockets. GE has the billions of dollars in, in the bank. They're able to pay the lawyers to stretch this thing out uh, until eternity while, uh, while small communities just run out of energy and resources and, and are just burnt out after this thing. So, um, so it's never been a fair fight um, ever. Uh, yes, Pittsfield has benefited with uh, the money that has come in ultimately, but the real cost that uh, that should have been paid, you know. Yeah, when, when, I mean, come on. We're, we're talking about upwards of in the in close to billions of dollars, um, or at least hundreds of millions of dollars that GE perhaps saved from those deals. So when Pittsfield got ten million dollars for the first settlement, that was peanuts compared to what GE saved. So, um, so I yeah, I got a little chip on my shoulder yeah. uh, with this. There's a I'm, lot of people. I'm actually surprised by your answer. So it's a yeah. good surprise. Sure, and. Sure. Um, I'm I'm thankful that you're willing to be that straight because sure. in my mind I always thought, again I may have made this up that water is the third rail of politics in this area given the history, and I just appreciate your candor. Yeah, I think I think in hindsight it's a it, listen. I, there there there's been a long history with GE. The the history and the legacy is complex. Um, however. You know, I think, you know, we've gotten to a point where it's okay. I mean, we know we have a lot of GE stockholders in Pittsfield. We know we have a lot of GE retirees in Pittsfield. But it doesn't mean that we can't call it out. It doesn't mean that we can't uh, recognize that, you know what, um, you know, some of those deals, I mean, yes, the river was cleaned up, quote unquote. Um, so, you know, I think we're in a better spot than we were Silver Lake. You know, that, that was capped. Um, and uh, and the rest of those projects, but um, but I, I do have empathy with those uh, people in Lee and Lennox Dale. Uh, there's there's no question about it, and they and 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 uh, they should fight for, yeah, for what and they believe area, is right. Areas of town as well that were impacted by the the the, the fill that was being passed off to folks to build their basements on mm. top of. So that yeah. is stuff that you know on top of that. So just thank you, uh, you know, thanks for sharing. We got about two more minutes. So <laughs> I know yeah. it's not as yeah. long as a Joe Rogan three-hour thing. <laughs> so, but I, I wanted to find out from you, uh, you know, you're running for office. Yeah. 
How many more signatures do you have to get? Oh, I have plenty of signatures. Uh, I keep capturing more just because it's just the best uh, ideas. Make sure you have more than enough so that when you you, you, you put them in that, uh, you know, when once some names are taken out, unregistered voters, et cetera, et cetera, uh, that uh, you have more than enough. But um, so you need 300 signatures total. Um, you know, we probably have about twice that many uh, as far as the ones that we've received. Um, I'll probably submit them early July. Uh, but, uh, but you know, ultimately, it is about the conversation. And I think the mayor's office, it's, a, it's an elected position. It's one that you really need to be representative of the people. And the only way that I really know how to do that, because there's a lot of ways to try to connect to people, but you never are sure if you can really get the full complexion of what's happening unless you actually go to people's doors and, and knock on those and have those conversations. So, um, so that's really the only way I know how to do it. And I feel more prepared every day as to the issues because of that work. Just thank you. Thank you. And, and since you're running for office, obviously you have a website. How yeah. can people find you? Sure. Uh, the website is crawl4pittsfield.com. That's uh, f- uh, crawl4for, not the number four. So crawl4pittsfield.com. My email is crawlmayor at gmail.com. And uh, I'm certainly accessible. Just Google me. Um, you can find out uh, other ways. How do you spell Kroll for those people? Kroll is K-R-O-L, the uh, the shortest Polish name you're ever going to find. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, in fact, we have a great event at the Polish Falcons coming up on June 23rd. A couple of bands there, the Lucky Bucket Band and also the Riverside Brothers. Um, and uh, so we're going to have some good times in the old neighborhood uh, on uh, June 23rd. So, yep, uh, that's that's what it is. And I'm, I'm fired up. We're going to... We're going to reignite the passion in this city, and uh, and I really believe we can do it together. Great. Great, great, great. I just thank you for being with me today and uh, our water-loving listeners out in the world of podcasts. We have ourselves right now a little bit more music that we're going to play uh, here on And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. Let's see what's going on with our friends here at uh, Spotify, if they're going to let us play some more from my very own playlist. We got the Steamroller Blues that just played before. We had uh, Bottom of the Ocean. Let's see what's coming up next. Oh, what do we have next? Come on, we got What I Am. This is Edie Brickell doing What I Am. Love it. Love this song. <laughs> all water, all the time, oh, yeah. and so it flows. Your only show for H2O.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water. We're here at WTBR 89.7 FM, the center of the water conversation around the world, right here at Pittsfield Community Radio. Find us on podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, Apple, and uh, what's that last one? Google. Yep. Uh, we got some more. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. We got a water quote or two. Let's go see. If there is an, if there is a magic on this planet, it is contained in water. That's a good one. I let me see if I could. Uh, Lauren Isley, I think, is the one who created that. Let's see what we got. Another one. This is coming. We got another one. A woman is like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is on you until you put her in hot water. Eleanor Roosevelt. Thanks again for tuning in this week. We love you. Stay tuned for next week. We got some more coming your way with uh, Guidon Bromberg from Eco Peace Alliance in the Middle East. Uh, or Eco Peace Middle East. Stay tuned for that. Super psyched. It's all in the H2O. Get out by the water this weekend. And uh, we love you. Don't even just have it be a weekend. Get out there in the water all the time. Sparkling water. Lemon. Osmosis. Carbonated. Thirsty. Thirsty.